With my busy life, I use Shipt same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipt, delight in every delivery. Learn more at Shipt.com. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis. Hi, Ben. Hi, Travis. We have a great episode for you today. We're going to speak with Ben from the Kick Butt Podcast. Did you read it all about what's going on with GameStop stock, or as they call it on Reddit, stonk, which is really fun. I'm cool. You are cool. Actually, speaking of of investments, didn't you? Stonk, stonk. You made some investments recently (laughs) in your own home, right? A little. Don't uh, you make fun of me. I bought toys. You have. If you make fun of me right now, I'm going to cry. I'm just, I, I want to know about your portfolio of little men that you keep in your home. Uh, little heroes and anti-heroes? So what, who the do we The hero, who of course, being Roddy Roddy Piper from They Live. He took on the deep state in his own right, did he not? That's he true. said, all the major markets, all of the major media markets are telling us to obey, but I don't want to obey. I'm Roddy Rowdy Piper or Roddy Roddy Piper, however the heck you want to say it. He's a hero. Then I have Leatherface. Leatherface was treated horribly by his family. He was disfigured. He was working in the uh, in the slaughterhouse at a way too young of age. This is before child labor laws. I don't even know if Texas has them now, but they certainly didn't have them then. He was a victim of circumstance, and all he wanted to do was make his parents happy. Leatherface. I also have Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees, another victim. Jason Voorhees, a victim of camp counselors and other campers trying to murder him or at the very least allowing him to drown simply because he doesn't look like the others. And of course, Jason Voorhees, his mother, she was the head chef of the cafeteria, so she know how to cook the Salisbury steak. And I don't believe that Jason deserved what he got as a kid. Therefore, he is right in killing every single camp counselor that goes to Crystal Lake, not just for what they did to him, but because they also killed his mother. Hellraiser, I have Pinhead. Pinhead, who is Pinhead? Pinhead is simply a British man who looks a lot worse as a human than he does as an uh, ultra-dimensional demonic being. Pinhead is how he's supposed to look. It hurt a lot when he got the pins put into his head, but you know what he learned? How to live, much like Saw, who I do not have. Pinhead, he's there, he's kicking butt, and finally... Who do I have but Freddy frickin' Krueger? Freddy Krueger, not a pedophile. Want to make that clear? Wes Craven has said multiple times he did not have sex with children. He just murdered them because he wanted to get revenge on the community who treated him horribly because why? He was a janitor. Who is more maligned than janitors? Nobody. Therefore, Freddy Krueger has every single right to come back and haunt our dreams and kill our children because of what we did to him. So yeah, I bought some toys, I Travis. Just, I'm just imagining Puffin watching you... <laughs> 
make Freddy Krueger and Roddy Rowdy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. They, no, I'm not making them fight. I you're, said no. Them. You're making them kiss. <laughs> you're making Jason kiss Freddy, and Puffin no. just sits in the dark corner of your. They're not your having, partially furnished home. They're not having sex with each other, and my home is becoming more furnished every single day. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are going to talk at length about Reddit. The platform, what is it? Where did it come from and where will it go? Just like Cotton and I, Joe, we're going to talk about it in the context of what they were able to accomplish regarding the GameStop stock shorting. This is what happens in the big hedge funds. They short all the time. Basically, I'm going to give you a working man's oh uh, breakdown of this. So shorting is basically when you invest in a company to fail. So you say that company is going to fail. You short the company. Therefore, it's a race to the bottom and you can make a lot of money off of their failures. It's a nefarious form of capitalism. It should not be allowed. The only time that shorting makes any kind of sense is if a stock is bloated, a stock is way too inflated and you want to short it in order to get it back to more of a rational price point. In this case, what hedge funds have been doing is absolutely abhorrent, and it's because we repealed Glass-Steagall. Glass-Steagall, if this was still in place, would stop this activity from happening on Wall Street. This activity needs to stop on Wall Street, and the Biden administration needs to put back in place Glass-Steagall. These are things that were there for a freaking reason that worked for decades uh, that were later repealed as soon as the corporatocracy that we live in, yeah. the oligarchy uh, that we now fully live in, managed to get so much power within the halls of our Congress that Glass-Steagall was, re- was repealed. So we need Glass-Steagall back in place. Shorting the way that Wall Street shorts is completely nefarious. Betting on companies to lose. Basically, because it's a confidence-based economy, assuring that they will continue to lose. And because of that, these companies make billions and billions of dollars. It's a problem with our capitalism, with the crony capitalism that we live in right now. The monetary gain based off of a company's suffering or based off of human suffering, which, of course, is what we're going to talk about a little bit later on here before we get to that great interview regarding private prisons and Joe Biden's appropriate great steps in the right direction to eliminate private prisons at the very least uh, with their engagement regarding federal gov- regarding the federal government and the federal government's engagement with private prisons in housing the uh, I believe 150,000 plus inmates that are incarcerated at the federal level so we're going to talk about how monetizing making money off of suffering is the worst form of capitalism and it's something that needs to be addressed The fascinating thing about what happened with the stock market, stonk, 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 (laughs) is the unity that it created. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this uh, with Ben from Did You Reddit. Anyone, everyone across the board, from Bernie to Trumpers to uh, to uh, to David Duke to Michael Moore to freaking uh, Louis Farrakhan, all the way up to you know God knows anybody of of all political ilk, all agree. The consensus is that what Robin Hood did to stop people from being able to buy stocks specifically in GameStop and a few other companies that uh, Wall Street has been shorting. The fact that GameStop, or the fact that Robinhood did that, rather, of course, that's an app. Full disclosure, I invested $1,000 in Robinhood, and we used to have Robinhood advertise on our shows because it marketed itself as 
the democratization of Wall Street for the people, by the people, so you can invest a small amount of money and get a nice return, and you can be a part of the system that everyone tells us to be a part of. Well, turns out they are, uh, that was fun words, mostly gibberish, because in actuality, they are nothing more than a shill, a shell company for huge corporations yeah, this like past, Citadel. Uh, this past Thursday, I think, is when Robinhood, it stopped all the buying of GameStop shares. You, you could still sell it. You however, could still sell it. That, you can get out, but you could not further destabilize, this, as they would probably call it, the market, uh, But which is illegal. But all it took was one call from some hedge fund manager to Robinhood to say, hey, uh, put put the brakes on this and, and don't and, let people buy anymore. And as more information is coming to light about Robinhood, again, their CEOs, Vladimir Tenov and Baju Bot, both of these people, they need to, they need to honestly, I guess, go to Congress. They need to be sitting in front of the House because they will be grilled uh, by both uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, and Devin Nunes uh, on the House side. And on the Senate side, it'll be it'll be Chuck and Ted Cruz agreeing with each other or Elizabeth Ward and Ted Cruz agreeing with each other. If you are Robin Hood right now, you are truly the enemy of the people. And hopefully they are held accountable because it seems the more that we learn about the app and how the app actually profited because they were doing free trades, um, commission-free trades. Evidently, they were selling a lot of the data, a lot of the information, a lot of the habits of the people Yeah, their, their business the model was about learning how you trade yes. and then using it against you. Using it against you and, of course, selling that information to these massive hedge funds, uh, groups like Citadel. It was a total slap in the face. And I think that is also why people are so emotional about this. Because they branded the, if they branded themselves as the hedge fund app, you know, if they were like, this is the app for millionaires and billionaires, I'd be like, all right, I guess that's what they said. But they really tried uh, to make themselves out to be for well, the every person. It, and there's nothing more aggravating and, and infuriating than when somebody turns their uh, lies and the, turns their back on the and people. We talked to Ben to about this more the from Did You Reddit on the in the interview, but. The anonymous nature of Reddit really does allow people to project their own lives yeah. uh, onto this group who may, you know, who we don't really know who's in the group necessarily. We know deep fucking value is the is sort of the front runner of, of the GameStop stock. Uh, but it, it really did allow people to feel like, oh, wait, this could happen to me. Uh, this this I could be denied. <laughs> I could be denied. Uh, but it was a real it was it was an, a a real time. Uh, example of somebody dropping a ladder and saying, hey, come climb on up. And then as soon as yeah. you started to go up the rungs, they pulled it up and said, oh, wait, actually, yeah. sorry, we didn't know that you would actually tra- start climbing. And, you know, it's interesting. And we talk about this again, to, not to continue to harp on the interview you're all about to hear, but you are about to hear it uh, at some point in the very near future. There is an interview coming there up. There is an interview coming up. Did you guys know that? Have I told you enough? There's an interview coming up. But one of the things that cannot be overstressed is just how just how um, deflating this is to a people that are already at their wits end economically. I mean, people are suffering. We are on we are in level 10 of this pandemic. We're in the fourth quarter, hopefully knock on wood of this thing. But people are tired. Uh, uh, attrition has set in yeah. when it comes to this freaking pandemic. People 
are desperate. And, and for this to happen now, I think, is even more of a blow to folks who are struggling out there as we continue to see the economy have uh, a lot of people know, deep, see it. deep problems. And uh, there's an interview coming up that will go into more nuance. I heard on this. about that, but uh, I mean, it really does seem like people are um, reading this as a David and Goliath story. Absolutely, David and Goliath. Although, let me say this before uh, I get into my next point: I am Team Goliath. I believe that David is a terrorist, and I actually don't like the analogy of David versus Goliath, because if you think about Goliath, what did he do wrong? Nothing. He was tired. He didn't want to fight, but he was forced to fight because he was the biggest. And then David showed up with a slingshot, which might as well be a uh, semi-automatic weapon Mm -hmm. back then. It was not legal tender. It wasn't something that you should be allowed to use in warfare. So as far as I'm concerned, um, David is a terrorist, and Goliath is simply a war hero who was killed by said terrorist. So I'm on Team Goliath, but and that's just one of my points That's very uh, that brave. I will always stand by. Because You're... what did he do wrong? And then everyone celebrated when he died. And it's like, David, you used an illegal, unsanctioned weapon. Is that even fair? Can you bring brass knuckles into a UFC fight? And if you did, if you win, then, then would people celebrate you? No, you would be a cheater, much like Eddie Guerrero or Ric Flair. And that's what I believe... Uh, David was. I think he cheated, and I think we all know he cheated, and I think it's time to stop living in this yeah. false reality that Goliath was somehow the you're, bad guy. You're pro-Goliath. Uh, I am pro-Goliath, and I have been for a long time. I I tend to think I'm a little bit more cynical about this situation. I think it might be Goliath versus like a little bit smaller Goliaths, because <laughs> <laughs> like a Goliath Jr., not necessarily well, a David. Different. Because they're, that's uh, different. Because uh, as we talk about in this interview that's coming up, <laughs> yes. there, I, I really think that there are... Um, there are people with a lot of money to burn in these in this Reddit. Just because it's a Reddit doesn't mean that they're not, um, you know, uh, people that of means. Because and of course, we do mention uh, we we mentioned the Dark Knight. Uh, and, yes, uh, and the I, Joker but I, I think who likes the idea that this money. is like wind, like this is not a bunch of Walmart employees getting together necessarily on this group. Not necessarily. These are these are people with means, but it is some. It is a slap to the face to see even people with those means get denied something yeah, as I mean, like. You would think that even people with with fifty thousand dollars to invest would be treated like a normal person on this uh, on this sort of battlefield, well, but they're not. They're treated is, as less than the actual hedge fund elites. That's why I have said the hedge fund the hedge fund elites are the Davids of economics. They are terrorists, and they need to be stopped. And so I've David's said that a terrorist. At, David is a terrorist. I've said that multiple times. Also, we cannot forget about the devastation that happened in this country in 2008. The financial collapse of 2008 is still something people are suffering from today, 12 yeah. years later. These families haven't recouped their, their money. People saw themselves going from middle class uh, to straight up impoverished over freaking night because we had George W. Bush uh Crony capitalism personified in human form. All of this George W. Bush love, by the way, he still is a war criminal. He sucks. He was a horrible president. He and Donald Trump were horrible for different reasons. They can both be horrible. I do not care about this new love affair that we have with war criminal George W. Bush, Rumsfeld, Cheney, uh, the whole freaking crew George of George Bush scumbags. must be like, thank God Donald Trump came thank along. Thank God he took the and, pressure like, off of me. laundered his reputation. Absolutely, freaking lootly But because of the uh, doing away with things like Glass-Steagall, the Bush administration allowed that bubble to burst. You look at the housing bubble, giving loans to people that they knew couldn't pay back those loans. It was a boom. Everything was doing great. Don't look here. Look over there. We have a war going on. Rally around the flag. People are still freaking devastated. 
from what happened in 2008. And this is just another blow to those people. And of course, there's many Reddit posts that talk uh, about similar things. But just lastly, before we get into private prisons, and I want to talk a little bit more about QAnon, uh, this began on Reddit by this dude known as Deep Fucking Value. His real name is... Keith Gill. Uh, Keith Gill says this. Uh, he was doing an interview about the Wall Street's Bet Forum. Uh, he says, I didn't expect this. He's a 34-year-old dude. Again, he's known as Deep Fucking Value by fans. Um, he has a two-year-old daughter. This is what he says. He says, this story is so much bigger than me. I support these retail investors, their ability to make a statement. Uh, Mr. Gill, he has caused GameStop to go up 1,600% this year. Uh, the stock jumped from 135% to $347.51. Uh, it has since plunged to $194. Uh, it initially started the week at $18. And what is this? Again, just to layman's terms before we get into a little private prison talk. Basically, you buy low. You blow it up and you sell it high. This is what the stock, you buy the stock low, you you blow it up, and this is through multiple investors, which is what they did on Reddit, and then you sell it high. This is what these hedge funds make billions yeah. and billions and billions of dollars doing, and I think this exposed them. It was a great thing, and it's a strange time when with the, the political bedfellows that this has made is a strange orgy to say the least. It is JFK uh, come to it is, uh, is uh, what's the name of the guy who made the movie JFK, the uh, conspiracy theory director. Uh, Cope, uh, uh, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. It is Oliver Stone's JFK gangbang come to life. <laughs> it is just a bunch of bodies you don't want to see in bed together, but they are because we all agree that this is atrocious and a complete affront to the free market, you know which what? of course these companies espouse to be a part of. And I'm meanwhile, I'm glad do the you, opposite. I'm glad you didn't use like a like tortured metaphor to describe this because. The stock market is so abstract and so like not based in any reality that it is difficult to try to place a metaphor on it. Well, that's what I was trying to explain uh, to like my friends who want to get involved with it. And it's hard to explain. It is basically the stock market is the mood of old men. True. It is so it is, true. It's like, how are old men feeling today? <laughs> oh, are they sad? The stock market's going to be bad. Or oh, are they happy? The stock market's going to be high. It is. If they're constipated, you, that's going to be. That's going to be a. That's going to be a rough day on the stock market. If a, <laughs> you get them flat. If they're not regular, you're going to see it on the stock market. Anyway, so we'll get into that conversation a little bit more going forward. All right. Private prison. Some good news. Joe Biden has ordered to terminate the federal private prison contracts. This is a step again in the right direction for criminal justice reform. The most important issue of our lifetime, the civil rights issue. Uh, that definitely of our lifetime that we're facing in this country. I think this is awesome. Again, good step in the right direction. And to people who say, how could you vote for Biden or Harris given their track record? And we will all agree it's atrocious. At the very least, they said they were going to make changes. And at the very least, he has someone like James Clyburn out of South Carolina who got him the presidency because after don't forget Bernie was crushing until South Carolina Bernie uh w- was doing very well Iowa you know New Hampshire 
South Carolina came along. The Obama coalition came out. Literally, and that was because Obama called James Clyburn. And Clyburn got it done. Pete Buttigieg to drop out. It was all in one day, and I remember it. It was, it was an insane day. And Elizabeth stayed in. And Elizabeth stayed Even in. Even though, yes. yeah, okay, well, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's politics in a whole nother sense. But yes, there were, there were reasons for these people's actions. To get Joe Biden elected was most likely the reasons for their actions. Because of that, Joe Biden has a massive, massive responsibility to do criminal justice reform. And it looks like he is going to uh, take those votes not for granted, as uh, the Democratic Party has done for so long, specifically when it comes to uh, black folks and over-incarceration of those people. So Joe Biden, it was this past Tuesday, he signed an executive order. He's been signing a boatload of those, but that just seems to be the way the presidencies begin now every single term. I don't like executive orders, but... When you have a dysfunctional Congress, every president seems to uh, take full advantage of their ability to do executive orders. And again, uh, W and Clinton had more than Obama and certainly Trump. He really loved his executive orders. So Joe Biden uh, just continuing the tradition in this case for a very, very good reason. The order directs the Justice Department to decline to renew contracts with privately operated for-profit prisons. Again, uh, profit based upon human suffering is something that we need to get away with or we're going to continue to live in this corrupt capitalist state. Capitalism, I think, is good. It just needs to be um, handled in an appropriate way so we don't have people benefiting off of the suffering of others. Uh, this effort did begun, begin under Obama. However, it was not fully realized. The policy was quickly axed, of course, by Donald Trump in 2017. So all of these people, did Donald Trump do some good things? I do think he did. First Step Act, I actually agree with. I completely love it. Uh, the Right to Try Act, I'm actually not even against. Uh, when it comes to uh, medical, uh, it, uh, when it comes to um, you know medical treatment for people who are terminally ill, give it a shot, whatever. But overall, he did, did he did horrible systemic things and things that were not as easy as a tweet being like, I freed Lil Wayne. It's like, that's really great. I'm actually happy that you did that. But what have you done systemically to change the culture regarding prisons in this country? And he did nothing. This is why he also pardoned Sheriff Joe Arpaio. So this well, he is- only, And he only freed Lil Wayne so that he could try to get some black voters. He got absolutely. He did it for hyper political reasons. Everything is kind of done for political reasons naturally, but he didn't do any of the big things that should have been done, like ending our relationship at a federal level with private prisons. But interestingly enough, when it comes to uh, what this will actually do to prisoners, I like that we're ending private prisons, but where are these prisoners going to go? Obviously, they're still going to be in prison, which is something that we have to work on uh, as long as they are nonviolent offenders who were over-sentenced and deserve to be out. According to John Pfaff, or Pfaff, it's P-F-A-F-F, it's Pfaff, I guess, I don't know. Uh, he is a professor of law at Fordham University Law School. He says, when it comes to private prisons, the impact of this order is going to be slight to none. He says, this is not about shrinking the footprint of the federal prison system. It's just about transferring people to public facilities. Biden is telling an executive agency under his control what kind of contracts they can under, they can enter rather, and that's a core executive fun- function 
of Biden's. He goes on to say, in practice, this will end up being more symbolic and will have little impact on any issue of racial justice and the system, the symbolism carrying the very real risk of making us blind to the nearly identical incentives of the public prison sector and the private and the public side is so much vaster in scope. Okay, so it's a little bit like this is good, but we need to do more. Is this symbolic or is this actually going to be proactive? And to that, uh, Biden has said this in his policy. The first step is to stop corporations from profiting off of incarceration that is less humane and less safe. And he called this the beginning of his overall plan to address systemic problems in the criminal justice uh, system. So, yes, I understand this might not be going far enough right now for many people, including myself, but we have to remember this is the first step according to Biden, and we need to continue to hold his feet to the fire. That's why I'm very happy for voices uh, like John Pafaf and to push back a little bit further on Pafaf, who I think, again, does make some valid points. This cannot be the end-all be-all. However, if you look at evidence, specifically a 2016 report by the Justice Department, they found that private prisons see a much higher rate of assault, uh, there's much more use of force, and there's many more lockdowns, which is keeping human beings in cages worse than we treat uh, animals in zoos. So this is just the beginning to stop corporations, again, from benefiting off of human suffering, and I think it is a good start, but to to uh, the professor's point and to many people's point, it is just the beginning, but it is already a better beginning than we saw four years ago. Uh, of course, Biden has made a lot of promise, promises when it comes to criminal justice reform, and he has also called for the passage of the SAFE Act, Safe, Accountable, Fair, and Effective Justice Act. That is a bundle of small reforms that could eventually reduce the federal prison population and ramp up probation efforts. Private prisons, little history here, they really got popular after the Civil War, and today privatized prisons are a billion-dollar industry with facilities known for brutal condi conditions. We've talked about CoreCivic, Geo Group. Those are the two largest private prison companies in the U.S., and uh, they are absolutely, absolutely abhorrent, and uh, we need to uh, do away with private prisons as a whole. So I believe this is a, uh, a good thing, good step in the right direction. Let's give a little bit of voice to Steve Owen. He is the spokesperson for CoreCivic. He says, any assertion that our company or the private sector is responsible for the rate of incarceration or detention is false. Uh, they're just, uh, I guess they're just responsible for hurting the inmates once they get in behind bars. So you imagine being a freaking Spokesperson for Core Civic. In 2019, 8.1% of the people incarcerated in the U.S. were held in private prisons. Um, so it's definitely something that should be able to be handled. This is according to uh, Micah Herxkind, uh, the organizer for the Southern Center for Human Rights, which I'm sure some people will consider a hate group by some strange reason. Uh, this is what he had to say. He says, of course, we need to end private prisons, but we also need to end public prisons and narrowing our focus to private prisons leaves intact a massive public punishment apparatus that will continue to thrive out of the public spotlight. And that is a good point. There's a reason they make these prisons in the middle of freaking nowhere, out of sight, out of mind. And of course, these are human beings who we need to be thinking about uh, much more regularly so we can change the laws. 
as they are now. He goes on to say, the order doesn't repeal laws and policies that criminalize people and lead to incarceration in the first place. He goes on to say, it doesn't do anything about the total federal prison population or the state of federal prisons. It does nothing to challenge the U.S. core conviction that it's okay for a country to cage millions. It simply says that some companies shouldn't be able to do that caging. I imagine the order's primary impact will actually be to falsely convince many people that significant action has been taken to combat mass incarceration when the opposite is true. So let's hold his feet to the fire. Uh, We make sure that this is just the beginning of a larger, proactive set of standards and rules for our country uh, that leads to the freeing or at the very least less incarceration because we cannot continue to live in a country with the most amount of people behind bars as we are only 5% of the world's population, especially as our branding is the land of the free. Despite both of those comments that are rational and sober, we I do believe that this is still a step in the right direction. So that's just a little conversation about the private prison. It is, it's more convoluted, and when you have a, when you have a what system— What were the articles as, you were reading? This is an article from ABC News. So if you want to read those articles, article on go to the, ABC News. And another article on The Hill and another article on Politico. So a lot of articles. A lot of articles. Three articles. A lot of that is from NBC. Some of, a lot of the quotes are from NBC uh, News. So read along at home. So read along at home. And uh, it is something that just has to, uh, has to be changed. And I agree. More has to be done. But I will also give small accolade to Biden and the administration for doing away with their relationship to CoreCivic or with CoreCivic and Geo Group. Both groups, absolutely horrible. All right, and just lastly, before we get to our conversation about Reddit, let's talk a little bit about Q. Vice actually has a great show about Q that I've been watching, and I'm looking past my disdain for the presentation of Vice. Yeah, the show is called Mad About Q. It's, it's called a, Mad About Q. <laughs> it is. It's starring um, Paul Reiser. I am going to say, like, the they, they're very cute. They're very cute. They, it's a cute. It is a, they do have a kind of will they, won't they relationship. Q with a Q. Anyway, we are beginning to find out what the hell is Q. Many different theories. The game theory that it's just a LARP yeah. created by this fella, Thomas Schoenberger. Uh, that's based upon this video game, or not video game, rather, I'm sorry, um, a, a LARPing game. Augmented reality. An augmented reality yeah. game. Thank you, Travis. Called Cicada. Cicada was a game where the winner was able to find the Spear of Destiny. Was just a, it was just a rusty-ass old spear, I think next to some mountain in Washington. But that is what Q. Wait, that's what Cicada. In, that's what Cicada was. Uh, it involved just, a spear of destiny. Yeah, that's what that, they called isn't it. That a, uh, it's just a rake. That's a Hitler just, thing. I don't freaking know. It was just a stupid ass spear. Wasn't that well, some like, Mexican dude found like it? A so thing in Mein Kampf was the de- spear of <laughs> I destiny. I, well, I, yeah, they may they did have a lot of like different sorts of <laughs> esoteric things. I think they included things. some, uh, yeah, some maybe some fascist nationalist uh, maybe concepts from the past well it's an internet created phenomenon so there might be some fascism involved there so that is the game theory that Thomas Schoenberger was this is an extension of basically the cicada cicada game yeah uh, but unlike the cicada game nobody was told that it's fake that it is a game and it, and it spiraled out of control from there but then you also have a theory that this is a straight up interestingly enough CIA PSYOP, which was created by Robert David Steele 
and of course Mike Flynn. Now Mike Flynn, he knows uh, Lynn Powell. I'm sorry, he knows Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood, Lynn Wood very well. Steve Bannon, Ezra Cohen. These are all people that know Mike Flynn. And of course, Mike Flynn has CIA and intelligence experience, much like Robert David Robert David Steele, who has said that he knows Mike Flynn personally, or at the very least says that he won't comment on the individual Mike Flynn, basically saying he knows him personally and has worked with two associates of him, as well as Thomas Schoenberger. So one of the consensus thoughts is possibly. Possibly. Big possibly, of course. This is cues. And we're just beginning to unravel all of this. So, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. It is possible if you look at the beginning of the Q post in 2017, which echo much of what Robert David Robert David Steele was saying. Uh, a lot of, I mean, this guy, you know, he believes that JFK Jr. is still alive. This guy is bad shit. That is a very core part of Q. It's a core though. part. And if you look at Q, it's a lot of... Robert David Steele's opinion, like mm. a lot. 2017, right as Mike Flynn was exiting that's right. government power, that's, right. that's when it began. <laughs> and they know each other. I said this the other day, and you guys looked at me like I was a crazy person. Well, you didn't say it as Vice. You didn't say it I like didn't a say cute it girl as Vice. On, yeah. on Vice. I said it was the right when, right when he was leaving, <laughs> right when General Flynn got the axe. So it is possible <laughs> that General Flynn is Q, which would make Q a deep state psyop which makes Q deep state, which makes everyone who stormed the Capitol deep state soldiers, which really brings the twist. Ben and on. Ben and on. <laughs> but one of the things that I... I <laughs> but it is fascinating. It is fascinating. I, I can't wait to continue to unravel this. Uh, and the, have, the, you know, the, you know you, what you should avoid is kind of falling into your own Ben and on, falling into this. Because you... Ben and on is the, truth. The more you like <laughs> seek out the answer, the more you become a part of QAnon. In the, yes, of in course. In sort of like an auxiliary channel. But one of the things that they did say in the first episode, which is the only one I could watch because I don't have cable. Good, good. Uh, was that I thought the... I don't even... I think it might have been QAnon Anonymous that they were talking to, Travis View. I think Travis View, by the way, yes, we had him obviously on the show on, He was last on the, week the, the Vice show. But, he's doing great. Good work, Travis View. But the thing is, uh, they said that I agree with, they said uh, it almost ma- does not matter who Q is at this point because whatever the the in, the initial mm-hmm. meaning or the intention for it was, it has so far bled outside of that. And it is now being picked up by, like you said, people who don't know that it may have been a game if it was a game. Apparently. Um, it, it's, it's for the non-savvy internet user, which is now all of us. Yep. I mean, or like, which is a huge part of the population because now we're all being forced to go online uh, due to the pandemic. I, it, it just, it just saturated the minds of people who were not computer literate, who were not able to tell the difference between yeah. a fake thing and a real thing. And just lastly, on this, one more interesting thing from that Vice documentary: Robert David Steele. Again, can you trust him? You can't trust him. That's number one. He's a total sociopath. But. In this case, perhaps he knows, I don't know, this is why Q is so confusing, but he says there are five people that run Q and 12 that post as Q. Hmm. So he says it's a system, a network of 17 people total, or perhaps some of those five actually post as well, but up to 17 people. So who knows? We will will continue to find out uh, who the hell is behind all of this, because now that they have a a national federal crime on their hands, uh, theoretically... 
Uh, Somebody will get to the bottom of it. Maybe, maybe. It it was interesting in that first episode. They do show a kind of like key, a legend for uh, how to to sort of interpret different phrases within the QAnon world. And they they actually have like a full on chart of uh, of all the different uh, terms that they use. But the one that I thought was interesting because I was looking for a way to describe, I didn't know what these people were called, but people like... Um, like Linwood or yeah. like uh, Scott McKay, which is a guy I've been following a lot late recently. Yeah. They're bakers, Powell. bakers, as in like people who, uh, who inter- who take the breadcrumbs mm. and put them together in a that's big, a good nice, way to put it, tasty yeah. cake. Um, and that's Ooh. they're really uh, Q Q- cake. But they're, what they they're called bakers, I guess, at least in this the Vice documentary about QAnon. But uh, it really is a weird phenomenon where you have a bunch of people who are influent, like thought leaders in an imaginary world. Yeah. And Lynn Wood is certainly like a like a knight of the round table of these type of people. The personal lawyers to the president, former president. Unbelievable. Anyway, all right, so we will keep you up to date on what's going on with freaking Q. We will definitely keep you up to date on Joe Biden and his criminal justice reform platform. I understand there's a lot of people saying it's not enough. It is not enough, but it's the beginning, and hopefully we see more because he must, uh, he must first of all, atone for his political sins of the past, and he must fulfill his promise to the people that put him in office uh, regarding the need, desperate need for criminal justice reform in this country. And where's my $2,000 check? Well, buddy, I'm going to, I'll give you eight bucks. That'll do. That'll Can do. I have we'll, get your... you, we'll get you a Subway, Sam, although I think it's more than $8 with Give tags. me one of those figurines. Give me... <laughs> do you have a, a Polly Shore action figure? No. No. <laughs> a bio... I want a biodome. You're being mean set. to me. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today all right everyone now it is time for our really exciting interview travis thank you so much for bringing this man to my attention he runs a podcast called did you reddit his name is ben but on reddit you'll know him as it's your dad so i'll be referring to him as dad yes going forward i can accept you calling him dad but if you call him daddy i am going to start to get ill because daddies can only be used when discussing Spiders with long legs, as far as I'm concerned. I have a dad-shaped hole in my life, and I don't think I you. I should be able to do with my body what I want. I and know. I'm going to fill it 
with this conversation with a man who I refer to as my dad. And of course, a dad-shaped hole in your heart is one of the biggest holes you can have in your heart, given the wait, dad bod. I can't wait for bars to open up, too, so I can go to dad-shaped hole here <laughs> and in And just hug drunk men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. We are going to talk about what's going on with Reddit and the markets, specifically in the context of GameStop. I think what they did was wonderful. They exposed what Wall Street has been doing for so freaking long, uh, shorting stocks, really acting in nefarious ways in order to benefit off of the suffering of others. I don't believe that shorting should be legal in Wall Street. The only time it is applicable is if a company is overvalued and you want to bring that company a bit down to earth. But certainly, let me just not interject going my on investment with GameStop. knowledge. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> So we are going to be talking about where this all began with GameStop, Robinhood. Of course, I actually invested with Robinhood. We used to advertise for Robinhood. Turns out that company may have not had the best interest of the small investor in mind. Uh, So, of course, we won't be advertising for them anymore. I'm not even sure if we have for a long time. I I don't don't think think so. I think that's an old, old relationship. But But uh, to get to the bottom of where all of this began, which, of course, the birthplace of all things that are great is Reddit. (laughs) The man to explain it to us is Ben from the great podcast again. Did you Reddit? Ben, thanks so much for being on the show, man. Yeah, of course. No, I love it. I I love what you guys do. This is great. So what happened? A few, what was this? This has just happened this within happened six this past days. Week. This yeah. past week. It yeah. seems like this has been going on for months already. So this past week, Redditors, they did what the market has been doing for an extremely long time. They decided to inflate GameStop stock. They purchase it, they, they purchase low, they inflate it up, and they sell it high. This is completely within the uh, realm of possibility, plausibility, and actuality, what hedge funds do. But yet Redditors, when they came to do it, all of a sudden they were an enemy of uh, the large corporate overlords that we're all forced to worship. Yeah. And can we just let's just start very fundamentally because none of us are investment people. None of us are stock brokers. So let's just focus on Reddit. Reddit is the thing that I want to focus on with you, Dad, Ben. Uh, Yes. What kind of place is Reddit? Because. It's hard to describe. We were talking about it a couple of days ago, and some of these news shows they describe Reddit oh my in goodness. like kind of archaic terms. Like it's a yeah. chat room with people of <laughs> like mind, like a, a they, forum they, with alt alt right trolls. It's is, one is of, what you always or, hear, or yeah. yeah, one or the other. It's like it never. It doesn't seem to have, carry much nuance when it gets to the big screen. Yeah. When it gets to news stations, right. that's a great point. So Ben, as someone who studies Reddit, give me an elevator pitch. What the hell sure. is Reddit? Well, well, I guess I guess the first thing it's worth saying is that I don't believe that anybody is like a Reddit expert because it's just it's such a labyrinthine place that you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to be a, an expert of a place that has such so many unique communities. But you know, ultimately, I mean, what it is is it's just like a it's a it's a community uh, gathering point for like digitally native people, right? So anybody who you know, if you're, I mean, there, there's a really a subreddit for anything, and I think that you know we're we're so used to doing these like kind of soft pitches on on like why you would get into Reddit. And, you know, I find it's, it's really difficult for people to get into it unless they have the thing that they love that suddenly they start using it for a resource. So, you know, example, I mean, lately for me, I've been like, I'm a big Browns fan. So I'm just like following free agency news on Reddit. Okay. And, and then all of a sudden you get into it and you, you start seeing these kind of derivative pieces of what that means to be a Browns fan. Right. And and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I feel like I'm part of a group. Right. And then, because of that, it's friendship, you know? 
And of course, when it comes to Reddit, I always go to the Dom sites, which are just about Dom DeLuise. Yes. That's what I'm here for. That's right. So what we're talking <laughs> about, what you just expressed, was entry points, right? How yeah. do you get in? How do you penetrate the egg of Reddit? And for right. what happened this past week, the entry point was the market. And specifically, they used GameStop as the stock or the stonk, as they're calling it. Oh, boy. <laughs> when, really when, a word, cool. when a word reaches a 39-year-old man, that's when you know uh, the word, dead, the word yeah. is officially dead on arrival. That is worse than yeah. when your father says it. It's when I say it. So the stonk market, according to Reddit, but they took up right. GameStop. They used this stock as an example of how shorting can damage uh, the economy and damage industry, specifically in this case, GameStop. Totally. Although many of these hedge funds had that stock was sort of a linchpin to their entire portfolio. Of course, when GameStop uh, rose in price, they cost these hedge funds billions, which I think is on the hedge fund, obviously not diversified enough. Why did the Reddit, Wall Street, stock market take off and explode this past week. Can you explain uh, what that, how that community formed and sure. who makes up that community? Because, of course, the powers that be are now banning it because of hate speech. Although my right. incli- my inclination is they well, the found Discord, a few. The Discord yeah. has been banned. The Discord. My my inclination is there's a few. I'm sure there was a few smucks in there. And who knows if they were even Redditors or if they were plants. You never know. Well, and then to piggyback off right. of what Ben is saying, I, the Reddit, Reddit has so many different faces, right? Because like, the time that I've been on Reddit, I've only used Reddit one time earnestly. And that was actually to like go to a drinking Reddit really subreddit to sort of deal you really were an alcoholic to, 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 yeah I wanted some like community support right. with oh to stop drinking with stop drinking okay, yeah yeah that yeah. makes much more sense no, well, I thought I, you were going to a drinking community to start just drinking yeah just no, like drink- one I person being like you can freaking have yeah. 12 pretty, beers you pussy I'm pretty sure well, you can't have 12 beers you freaking puss I'm pretty sure all of Reddit is the drinking Reddit the only one that's not the drinking <laughs> right. Reddit is the stop drinking subreddit ah. but everyone on that subreddit was very earnest and gentle and like very supportive and then i Broken. do and then i see yeah i guess so and then i do see <laughs> wall street bets the sort of the epicenter of this uh right. situation that we're seeing and they're a little bit more cutthroat um they're like steeply poisoned like deeply poisoned by irony and, and you know totally. everything is a joke is is that does the, do those like represent the dual natures of this forum because they can be very like I, everything is just very meta and ironic, whereas yep. other parts of it are very cloyingly sweet and earnest. Uh, yeah, who are we talking about? Who's making up this? Because it subreddit? does, it does seem a little. And even on the Wall Street bets, their little bio at the top, it says, uh, "What is it for?" Like four chan, if like four chan got a Bloomberg terminal or yeah, so, Bloomberg something like terminal. that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I mean, I think I mean it, that's a, that's a really fascinating question. That's actually something I've been thinking a lot about the last couple of days because I've had I've had a lot of friends hit me up. And, you know, ask some really fundamental questions about Reddit because their way in is Wall Street bets, which I don't think is I don't I don't think it's an insincere way in. But also it's not it's like, you know, if you are the kind of person who's trying to stop drinking or like, you know, really popular subreddits like intermittent fasting, for instance, and it's about people like losing weight. And, you know, that might be your way in and you you feel deeply supported. And then you see what's happening on Wall Street bets and you go, oh. Like, I understand why people go, oh, they're alt-right trolls, because it's a tonal difference. It's not a personality difference, necessarily. And that, that I think, is – I mean, that's that's kind of the, the the hilarity. That's like the added irony of everything that's happening right now is I think so many people – I mean, I think that they they went from, you know, one and a half million-ish 
um, you know, kind of subs to now they're at like six, six million or so. Yeah. Wow. They did. They did close it for a while because it was it was just getting so flooded because I think everybody I mean, that's the beautiful thing about what's been happening. Right. It's kind of galvanized yeah. people from all over the place for all these different reasons. Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, I think the the, the interesting thing about Reddit, it, it is. I don't know if there's a specific kind. I don't think there's one person that's right. on Reddit, yeah. which I think is the beauty. But what, what's been happening this past week is you're seeing that, like, it seems like the one person who's not on Reddit are hedge fund managers. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. like the one thing that you're seeing is like there's we kind of for the first time, you know, I've ever really seen on Reddit. You have like a very, very shared enemy. I mean, the only other time that you've seen something like this, I would say, is probably when the FCC rulings were coming out and a JIT pie was kind of like the the global enemy of the people. I think every sub, every subreddit had their own version of here's how you fight the net neutrality problems. Right, right. And and it was really interesting because they would all contextualize it in their own world, right? So you would see, you know, you'd see like, I mean, there's, you know, one one of my my favorite weird kind of like just hilarious meme subreddits. It's, it's Super Bowl, but it's actually superb owl. So it's only pictures of owls, right? Right. <laughs> um, and and that's like the kind of place where they would even have their version of whatever the FCC conversation was about. I haven't seen superb owl for what's going on right now, but you know you do see everything from the socialism subreddit to the conspiracy subreddit to the conservative subreddit right. to the white people Twitter subreddit and the black people Twitter subreddit. Like every every sub has their own version of making a commentary about what is currently happening right now, which I think is actually a really beautiful thing and speaks to the the kind of people that are always there. You know, Before we bloom out and talk more about Reddit and some of the ramifications of the reaction towards Reddit regarding right. you know them pissing off a lot of multi-multi-billion dollar hedge funds and uh, the very wealthy, turns out when you piss them off, they do have a lot of means to get back at you. Before we get to all of that, where so when this began on Reddit, how did it take off? Because I would assume the vast majority of Reddit posts kind of get posted and they right. sit and nobody interacts or whatever. A few ups, a few downs, whatever maybe. How did this take off so fast to the point where we have senators? Uh, the the uh, Biden administration hasn't yet yep. commented, but I'm assuming that they will. At the very least, they're aware of it. We have the highest people in the world knowing about what Reddit did on this specific page. How the hell did right. that happen? Well, I think, I mean, everybody's kind of uh, tracing it back now to this one person named um, Deep Fucking Value. Is, is, <laughs> Deep, his Deep name Fucking on, Value, yeah. I, I on, love that uh, they have to say this like Hannity yeah, and Don Clement totally. is going to have to and say this. just to this. reiterate, we are talking to It's Your Dad right it's now. It's Your Dad. Yes, exactly. At least it's, it's TV friendly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and, and deep fucking value. I mean, from, from my understanding, and again, it's like, it, you know, my relationship with wall street bets is a lot less of like, I I've been deeply engaged in wall street bets for a long time. And it's a lot more like I've been paying attention to it because I'm, I'm a very active Reddit user and, and through the podcast and whatever. So you always see things popular on the front page. And for me, that's like a metric of, of like a narrative movement, right. Mm -hmm. Is whenever you see something kind of go from its own little corner to the front page usually right. that means something is something is happening that the the you know the algorithm or whatever's happening kind of on the reddit backside mean you know there's a reason that it's now engaging and it's and i'm sorry level. to so, interrupt just really quick because yeah, i want course. you to continue but how many subreddits are there like can you explain how just just Ooh. very briefly not to not to uh sidetrack you yeah. but are there tens of thousands <laughs> well, like a, of subreddits yeah, like, so i mean there's there's 
That that's a tough uh, question to answer. Which you're probably gonna hear me say this a lot because it, it, it's kind of like it. it Reddit is just, a just ballpark. It, We're talking tens of thousands of subreddits, let's, right? I mean, let's say let's say there's uh, hundreds of thousands, but it changes all the time because some close, some are inactive. Okay. I mean, think of it kind of like blogs, right? If like if you were to like a blog a blog spot or like a WordPress, it's like kind of there are they're like an, an, an immense amount, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're all active. There's they, a fluidity, you know. yeah. Some well, live I mean, in, like some how some many, born how and some died. Facebook groups totally. exist? You know, it's sure. like exactly, it, yeah. that could change in the num in the thousands on a daily basis. So nonetheless the point is it's difficult to get to the front page of reddit oh yeah oh yeah and it and it's i mean there are a lot of like if you if you spend a lot of time in the front page you'll see you'll start to see a lot of trends of like the things that tend to do well and this also i think to your earlier question about kind of the demographics of the kind of person both kind of the sincere and then the troll types like you will see on the front page on a given day i think if you go down the top 100 posts you'll probably see like AWW, which is all like cute animals and cute things. You'll see made me smile, which is about, you know, like really nice kind of earnest sure. messages. And of course, ironically enough, those are very broad subjects, right? Yeah. Right. Like it, well, animals yeah. and, and then, smiling and totally. frowning. So these are very broad, exactly. broad strokes. But this, the Wall Street right. bets is a very niche conversation, a very niche exactly. thing for that to get to well, the front niche, page. But, but big. And but that's big. the thing is like you, you start seeing things like that. You also see like Gone Wild, which is like Redditors posting, you know, naked photos of themselves. So you, you <gasps> kind of see everything. Oh, I've like, never wanted to see a body less than a Redditor. I mean, it totally does make <laughs> sense oh, you'd to be me. Surprised. Yeah. It, it makes sense to me that after a year of rage, the mo- the right. thing that makes you smile is like the idea of Wall Street on in flames, right? Yeah, like, uh, 100%. Well, 100%. And, and, and I think that's, that's been what, what has been really interesting about this. And I think to circle back to your earlier question, I know, I know we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but the, this all kind of started, you know, with deep fucking value, you know, he, he started posting something called GME YOLO update okay. is what his posts are called. And there, there've been a bunch of them. And if you go, you can, you can go back in anybody's user history, um, which is actually kind of hilariously, that's kind of what what got Ken Bone in trouble because people yeah, started looking at his Reddit right. history. I know about human submarine. I love Ken <laughs> yep, Bone, and there's exactly. nothing wrong with with love oh, human submarine. He's, he's a wonderful man. I, a wonderful we have a lot man. of love for Ken Bone on our podcast. But um, <laughs> but but you know, you look at his GME YOLO updates. They started on September 22nd. I'm not sure if that's exactly when everything started happening, but from what I understand, and you know, as as somebody who is not deeply entrenched in the stock market world, and and, you know, even within Reddit, again, like I said, I, I kind of have to disclaimer constantly that, like, there's no such thing as a Reddit expert. But historically, you know, when all this stuff kind of really happened was September 22nd when he had noticed the trend or a couple people on Wall Street Bets had noticed the trend that people were, you know, really over, um, I guess, over shorting the yeah. GME stock. And, yes. and I think it also kind of simultaneously, you know, the, the interesting beauty of the GME stock, of course, is that it, it, it represents a lot of what the the kind of people that are on Reddit and even in Wall Street bets where you're not, you know, a lot of you were talking about the irony and, and you know, the kind of everything is steeped in this like deep meme energy where you're like trading stonks to get 10 D's, you know, like that's kind of the whole thing. Right. But, you know, the re- part of the reason they do that is also it's like it's a lot of normal people. I mean, you'll you'll go through these posts on Wall Street bets now where it's like man, I would love to put in more, but I work at a Wendy's. Right. And like, <laughs> yeah. that's, and that's the vibe. And I think that's really nice because it's not, it's a lot less of like here, here's what's happening on the market. It's right. a little bit more like, yeah. 
here's what's not happening on the market. Let's let's see if we can make it happen. On but the at the same yeah. at the same time, and the point is, I'm sorry, Travis, just one second. Um, but that is you mentioned the person that works at the Wendy's or the Shoney's or yep. the Taco Bell or totally. whatever it might be. Someone who makes um, maybe forty thousand dollars a year. The totally. idea that they can invest in the stock market is the that's the idea that we've been sold. Right. Anyone totally. can get involved. And this example that we finally saw them getting involved and just to be shut down the way that they were shut down. I think that is why people are so unbelievably angry. But at the same time, yeah. we do have to acknowledge, look, Reddit is a, you know, a completely if you want it to be, it can be it can be a completely anonymous experience. Totally. And uh, for somebody like deep fucking value. That guy actually has, turns out to be a finance guy in Massachusetts, yeah. and yeah. I don't. I, I could see that. That's a good name for a finance I, guy. Oh, they they for, swear a lot. Bro or, energy, real yeah. bro energy. And by the way, right. I, I've been looking at Wall Street Bets Reddit, and I keep seeing Henry Zabrowski from Wall Street. Wolf, because that wolf gift is going around hard now. And so I see right. Big Henry because now we have Little Henry. Now we have Little Henry. But yeah. I see Big Henry all over this Reddit that's getting oh. like worldwide international <laughs> traction. It's very funny yeah. to me. Well, I also, I mean, it's interesting you would say that too, because I feel like that, like that character in Wolf of Wall Street is kind of what a lot of these people think, want to yes. think of themselves as well, sometimes. Well, they sort of They mo- see modeled... them as sea otter, not as Jordan Belfort's character. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, they are sea otter, but they think they're Jordan Belfort. <laughs> I think that's more... Right. Hey, nothing wrong with more that. Accurate. We all, yeah. you have to, you have to vision, you have to have vision of what you want right. to be, but the and th- then maybe you'll become it. The thing about it being anonymous and there actually being quite a few finance people in the wall street bet wall street bet subreddit it's almost like they are the their own hedge fund into themselves right and they, now they have this exactly. sort of the popular support of this projection really it's a projection yeah. that that they're the everyday man i think some of these people are legitimate just like day traders themselves getting in on the action we've seen elon musk yeah, uh tweet in yeah. support of wall street bets right elon musk he is actually like rivals with capital or with um citadel uh, right. And some of these other companies yeah. that are shitting on Wall Street bets yep. because they shorted his stock in Tesla, the Tesla stock. Right. So a is, little bit of this is like, don't don't be pied pipered into, I well, don't know, supporting it, one group or the other because both of them have, I don't know, like shitheads involved in, yeah. in, both, well, in both sides. I'll say Elon Musk is better than Citadel because I like Grimes and at the very least he has a car <laughs> that has a big TV in it which is fun to watch when you're driving just in case you want to commit suicide and drive off a cliff. Um, that's that's a good reason to like somebody. I, th- I, I like that. I, like that I love it. But that is a great point. So the hodgepodge of personalities on this Reddit page, was there anything different when engaging with the Wall Street bets um uh, Reddit page as opposed to other Reddit page. Did you did you notice more people that were really into the market that understood what they were doing? Because this is something again that the market, these hedge funds just do this constantly. And as right. soon as it became more small D democratic, they had a hissy fit. Did you notice that there was something on this Reddit page where you're like, this is legit. This is actually going to go far and far, and this is going to make national news. Well, I mean that I think that goes a little bit back to the front page conversation a bit when when you start seeing things really make a splash on the front page that otherwise might be a little bit little bit more niche. Um, I think that's a good indication that there's a lot of momentum brewing and that there's there's a there's a I mean you never know when something is going to go from like we always on our podcast we say when it when it becomes Kathy and Hoda territory when all of a sudden yeah, like yeah. mainstream news starts talking yeah, about it and yeah. 
And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, you see that with memes and whatnot, it kind of gets thrown around and, you know, we've, we've even seen that with the Donald, right? Like previously the Donald was a good example of that where yes. once it, once it be started becoming a part of the mainstream news cycle, it start, people started changing the story about what was happening. And, and I think wall street bets, I guess to answer your question is like, I don't know if I necessarily saw when it became the mainstream news in the, in terms of like the traditional news cycle, but what happened on for me, and this is kind of when we started doing, when we did the podcast, it was like that morning I woke up to just texts and texts and texts from people being like, can you explain what Reddit is because of this? Right. 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 And, and that was, I think the moment where I was like, ah, I see. Okay. This is interesting. Um, but that also, I mean, what, what's also interesting about wall street bets in this capacity is th this isn't the first time that something on this, not, not on this scale, obviously this is like an um, unbelievable phenomenon, but you know, they, they famously also had, they made Robin hood change a bunch of their policies yeah. because they had found another, they had found a weak point in, in Robin hood's security system or something where they were just making insane. I believe they're making insane profits on literally just like a technological loophole in, in Robin hood. In which, selling which had, information or how was that being I don't, made? I don't, know exactly what happened and how it works some kind of um, office space rounding uh take the point zero 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 one of the penny yeah. or something like that sure something like that and yeah and they, and they also i mean if you for anybody who's who's also new to reddit and, and it's also you know this conversation or any of the conversations that have been happening are eager to go there and think that it's going to be like some fun place where you have all these kind of like you know <laughs> social pirates going like it, it's like wall street bets we we have never actually covered wall street bets on our podcast in the way that we typically do, which is, is actually a little bit of like the last pod model where we kind of take one topic and we do a deep dive and try to like, you know, talk around it as much as we can. But yeah. the reason we haven't done wall street bets is because it's, it's huge. It's, it's complicated in terms of what they can do. And it almost feels like it's like, um, uh, like semantically violent or something. Like they use the R word a lot. That's like one of their big things. They, they constantly saying the R word is right. like, a. You know, they use the F word a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're like very self-effacing and well, it sounds like, what a, you, like vi violent degree. Like yes, well, it, exactly. it honestly seems like the uh, social media equivalent of doing three lines of cocaine and having a normal conversation, well, I, which involves in a, way, a series yeah. of terms and words this might, I mean, that you may right. otherwise not say, I guess. This might seem like a naive question, but I really just because I'm not on Reddit a lot is right. is Wall Street bets like it sort of feels like not a part of reddit a little bit because it's so like charged up a little bit more adult in some ways too and there, it has one thing that i, I was just I, just a quick scan of of that subreddit i saw a lot of talk about how mainstream media so news sources can't really believe the personalities that are totally. in wall street in wall street bets because a lot of them tend to they like as much as they glorify their wins and their their gains in the stocks they also like masturbate to each other's misery a little bit there's a um, they call it lost porn where they show exactly. they'll show screenshots <laughs> of them losing hundreds of thousands of dollars or of something themselves themselves and then they they all like it feeds them some it feeds the group it yeah. feeds like the cohesiveness of the group or so something. there might there has to be a heightened economic status for most well, people that's what i'm saying this. it's like can, these are real these are lost real porn sounds like I, that's not what i jerk off to i'll tell you that much yeah there's no like there's no wendy's devastating. there's not a wendy's employee <laughs> saying like look at all the like yeah. look at the 20 dollars i lost no. it's, i mean it's really big amounts of money that these people come on and it's like and going to vegas and being like it, i came back with negative ten thousand. i'm a loser it seems like the wall street bets is a little bit like 
it happens to be it's like a 4chan site but on reddit i mean it feels a little right a little bit like detached it, from the regular reddit it seems like the mood might it, would it be economic schadenfreude perhaps uh, a little bit a little of bit. Uh, yeah yeah i mean i think it i think you know when you were talking about um deep fucking value being a, a financial guy earlier i mean i think that there's a pretty interesting distinction between being financial analysts or being in the financial industry and being like the wall street people right, right. and i think yeah. that that's yes like that's actually if you go to if you go to uh reddit i don't know if it's still on there right now but there was a really um popular gif going around i think it was on um uh there was one there's one i don't remember what it's called but it was one that just celebrates it doesn't celebrate it like terrible fucking people like ter- people that you're just like uh i'm oh it's i'm a i'm a piece of shit i think is the okay. name of the subject <laughs> that I'm makes a sense yeah that checks out yeah and and it was it was the the gif or the video actually during occupy wall street when the wall street bankers were sipping champagne yes. looking down at at the a occupy very striking movement. moment of that movement yeah i but you Actually, know what's so great about that? Yeah. You know, to bring that to Occupy, which was a tangible on the ground, you had to hang out there, which is not what I would want to do. Smell it. But now with technology and this, this is actual positive momentum in the right direction exactly. that can be done from the comfort of your own sofa. You don't have to go hang out in a tent in downtown Manhattan, which is notoriously not a place to sleep. <laughs> That's very, very true. Um, but that, but, but that was like, I think that when you, when you talk about the, the attitude here, I mean, it feels like it's, I mean, the big thing for me is the digital native quality of these people where I think there's the decorum of wall street, which is, you know, very buttoned up, you wear suits, whatever. I mean, even down to the press photos of, of deep fucking value where he's like sitting at essentially, it looks like a gaming, like a beautiful gaming rig and he's got a headband on and he just like, doesn't look like he's a financial advisor. Right. And the people on this subreddit don't act like they're financial advisors. And I think, you know, the lost porn, the, the, the tendies, like a lot of the ways that they're talking about their relationship with money, I think is largely about like it, it is still a celebration of of the financial market in a way but it's yeah, a deeply sure. deeply contrarian attitude towards the people that you know it's the same kind of people i mean i think about this a lot whenever there's a shooting or something and people go well they did post this thing on fortune or reddit and then they all of a sudden go like where all the alt-right trolls hang out you know and and, and you kind of go like damn like you guys right. really don't know <laughs> anything about this space do you and of course and, the interesting thing about when it comes to something like a shooting the reactions are very different right yeah. one one person says i'm going to get a gun to protect myself right. and the other person says we need everyone to not have guns and hence totally. we have <laughs> the stalemate totally. that totally. we're at and totally. i would assume it's a similar thing with reddit where you have a lot of people who are more pragmatic when it comes to wall street being like what they did is completely fine and these people as we talked about this is across i haven't seen the political spectrum be so unified I don't. I, maybe since after nine eleven, like legitimately, right. as a country, I have not seen the talking heads of the world of all political uh, stripes agree on this. The only people that disagree are the hedge fund right. megalomaniacs who happen to get caught but in their own that is game. What is, isn't that like what's kind of? It's kind it's of beautiful. Almost, yeah, it's almost unifying. Right. Kind of beautiful about but now, Reddit. Are we not celebrating loss porn? Because those hedge funds lost billions no, of dollars. That's different. Right. That's different. Lost porn is like because this because the lost porn thing reminds me of 4chan in the way that exactly. there was a lot of so if you I don't even know where this would happen anymore. It may be 8chan or something, but 
there is a common thing where you just post a picture of your own face and then people shit on you. And that is like yeah. a part of I don't need that. That is a part I of I don't like need that. The toxic uh more the toxic Rose more to toxic sides of Reddit or Fortune. Who would ev- what who would ever do that? It's well, I, I, I kind of get it, but I kind of, it, yeah. yeah, I kind what of get the, it. Ben, what's the psychology behind that? Dad. I mean, I, I, Dad, yes, I, I think, yeah, I think just, there's just a, to remind the audience, we're speaking with uh, Ben, a.k.a. It's Your Dad. He runs a great podcast called Did You Read It? They're at episode 172. They've been at this for a minute. Uh, so check out that podcast. So, yeah, uh, continue yeah. on, Ben. Thank you. Um, so, I, I mean, the, ro- the roast, it's funny you bring up roast me because that was like, Yes, when I when me. I give little little tips on uh, on on Reddit, like I've I've gotten a lot of karma from roasting people on roast me. <laughs> That's like my thing. That's so like this I love is one doing of the that. practitioners of. But, oh yeah, you know you There's mentioned an art to it. <laughs> you mentioned that right karma. Right. The, after we got rid of the gold standard, it's a confidence based economy, yep. and that it really is for all intents and purposes karma points. Right. And all that Reddit did in this case was show that. This is a possible way if you get people together to completely change the marketplace and take on these hedge funds. So my next question is, with the attack now on Reddit, we, we've been talking a lot about social media. We've been talking a lot about in the context of like Parler or in the context of like Facebook when we talk about how they can uh, aid and abet extremism and things like that, which is no, du- no, no doubt uh, is very possible. And we're now getting into the area where... Policing social media sites is becoming a reality. We're going to, as a society, have to decide what does that look like. And now we've already seen with Reddit, the way that the Reddit page went down, the way that Robinhood stopped, did not allow these people uh, to buy more. They could sell, but they could not buy uh, the stock, specifically this stock, and I believe multiple other stocks. Yeah. Now we're dealing, now we're dealing with actual ramifications tangible ramifications based on what people have done on social media sites. So the concern is, and this is why it's like everyone I know and their mother is like, get rid of, well, maybe not their mother, but everyone's like, get rid of parlor. It's stupid. And I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck. Parlor seems like it's right. a place full of a bunch of assholes. Um, is it dangerous? I have no idea. But the question is, if we go down that road of censorship is something like Reddit, Something like this, which is a great organic grassroots FU to big Wall Street hedge funds who are screwing over the working people of this country. Uh, what kind of like what future do you think we're going to see with a platform like Reddit? Is this the beginning of a new era where we realize that the powers that be are the powers that be for a freaking reason and they're going to alter this platform? Well, I, I don't I don't. Because why can't really they just any... do this again? You know, because hedge funds are now like you can't, you won't do that again. You got it over right. on us once, and you know these mfers have a lot of power when it comes to writing bills. But anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean the the interesting thing about Reddit is I, I think that there there I don't know of any real social media platform that the the users of the social media platform feel as pridefully about being a part of it as they do with Reddit. Right? Where mm-hmm. I think people that are active redditors and people that kind of rely on reddit or or participate in the kind of the reddit ecosystem do feel prideful about being a part of the reddit community and and there are things that reddit does very uniquely to reddit that brings the whole community together 
both institutionally from Reddit and kind of just happenstance by the community. I mean, obviously this is a great example. FCC was a great example, but I think because of that, I think that they're in a bit of a unique position where like people will fight for Reddit kind of no matter what. And, and I think that when something happens that would impede upon, you know, invading the Reddit space in a real way, the same way that happened with parlor, for instance, like I don't think Reddit is going to, go down quietly from the users i think it's gonna it would be it would be very 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 difficult to shut it down now there have been you know there there have been situations this actually happens fairly often as they'll shut down hate subreddits like there there's a pretty i don't i mean it's hard to say what it is and isn't a good moral compass i guess in in terms of the internet but and you know just to clarify fuck parlor the the entire (laughs) thing i'm just saying if you don't defend the thing that you hate at some point it's going to come back and and bite you in the ass we we talk about this too yeah yeah, i mean i think i think it's really important because i think that parlor set this bizarre precedent where i think a lot of people on on the internet kind of go oh that's dangerous we can't like just shut it down because we don't like it right and and on on reddit there have been subreddits that 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 fall victim to that often you know sometimes they're you know obviously hateful right and the reddit the reddit brass just go no place for this get 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 out of here but you know i mean a famous case of the opposite is the donald right which was a subreddit solely dedicated to trump and for pro a long Trump, time, I assume. yeah, yeah, very, very pro Trump. But it was kind of like a little bit of the Wall Street bets kind of version of that, where it was not only was it pro Trump, but it was like m- deeply meme heavy, kind of like it's hard to understand really kind of the collective attitudes of the people because there's a lot of different kind of language changes that people are using and a lot of odd things, and and so the Donald. They were. It was up for a really long time, and there was constantly calls to pull it down across Reddit and across outside of Reddit. Okay. And and eventually, they they really held their ground. Like the Reddit, I think the Reddit, um, you know, corporate Reddit, I think does a pretty good job at striking the balance between when something is actually hateful and problematic and when something is is you know free Distasteful speech and, and, and trashy, building. but allowed. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, because you know, again, like Reddit. I mean, a lot of Reddit's. I think there are a lot of like, um, you know, porn subreddits. There's a lot of like, they're, they're, they're like, um, you know, make me suffer as a popular subreddit, which is just like things that you just can't, you can barely look at, you know, Wait, that's our, uh, um, that's our live stream show. Last stream it, on the left is basically when, that. when it's Travis's mandate. I tried anyway, to turn it, but I will say, uh, I just read that the Donald, which is now its own website, the Donald.win. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they've went they, their own they, way. Okay. They went rogue. Uh, they are actually like, offering harbor to wall street bets now they're saying uh, it hey look surprise me. we'll yeah. build you we'll build you a sort of section of this site well and i hope that wall street bets can stay politically independent i mean obviously it's right. a little bit more of a conservative area when we talk about wall street just sort of innately but at the same time it doesn't have to be you know there's a lot yeah. of people of all political ilk can, that can, I, can make cash on the wall street can i ask you dad for sure uh, oh yeah, sure. my goodness that scares me when you say that Travis. how how um <laughs> he's like younger than you how oh, how aware do you think redditors are of their own like public um the optics of it all right like i right. feel like i'm a little bit cynical because when i see some of these posts that say like i got my i got my dog uh, little Joey, a new leg from all the Wall Street moves I made. Right, right. I do feel like currently, <laughs> currently, nice. a lot of eyes are on that Wall Street subreddit, um, and I think they do know that it is a there is a reputation to maintain. So, there, how much is it performative? How much of it is performative? Yeah, much, and yeah. I'm I am saying that just because I th- I feel like th- the way that people talk on that subreddit 
right now is probably a lot different than maybe a couple weeks ago. And of course, th- yeah, that's of course. a great point, more, uh, uh, rather, Travis, because it has to be performative, right? These are theatrical it a, things. It is a it is a public facing chat forum as it's a right. as a yeah. old buddy buddy would ex- say on MSNBC or something. But I mean, it is so it is there to read. It is a public right. thing, right? Right. Well, I think I mean I think that there's there's. Definitely. I mean, again, it's very, very difficult to talk about Wall Street bets as a like microcosm for yeah. Reddit because it is it is like it, it is very unique, even, you know, even within Reddit. But because of, I think, the troll quality that kind of is innate in in Wall Street bets, it, it it's always going to be a little bit in that kind of like Schrodinger's post area where like you don't really know if they're doing it for sincerity yeah. or if yeah. they're doing it to, to troll. And I think I would say Wall Street bets is more more likely to do performative troll things because they're smart. I mean, they're they're categorically smart. They're they're they trying to win the war, right? the but PR war too. The though. question like, exactly, that is: exactly. so the people who are posting. They are everything is at a skew. The prism of Reddit is very real. It changes, you know, direction of like thought. But then if you're just consuming Reddit and then you take that right. as word or as gospel, and maybe you're just one of the lurkers, which apparently are like the majority of people on social media Absolutely, don't yeah. ever right. comment or anything. Yeah. Um, but the you're seeing majority. that as the silent majority. Right. Is what they're called. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Bob Dole, silent majority. Freaking Newt Gingrich. Oh, my God. Why didn't COVID take any? Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Um, Real shame. But they see that. And then they think that that's normal or they think that's actually what's happening. But in reality, what they're looking at is a skewed version of reality that even those people who post don't live in. So is that I mean, I feel like as we can because now we're studying a lot more about Q, which is obviously another social media absolute phenomenon. Um, So is there some danger with that platform when it comes to how it manifests itself in reality, when someone who is a lurker looks at it and you're like, that's reality. Um, and how has that shifted or changed our society now that we have what is being called the meme market? The right. meme, now that now the meme Wall Street I, market is now officially here, the meme I, bubble, right? Yeah, I feel like the internet is a dangerous place if you do not develop like savviness well, early that's on the in the thing. internet. You know, with, with Q, for example, I'm just watching the Vice documentary, so that's where I'm getting some of this information. So don't blame me. But it seems like <laughs> it may have been an extension of Cicada, which was an online or a LARPing game, basically. But yep. at the very least, you knew it was a game. And now Q, they didn't put the caveat of like, wink, wink. This is a game, and people are taking it and and taking it very seriously. Ben is starting and his own like conspiracy game, and his he's, he's starting Benanon right now. Oh, I can't wait! Uh, <laughs> so this let is me know his, when you join. It's called is, ice cream for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that I'll, bad? I'll storm whatever subreddit. capital you want under that <laughs> under that banner. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life redeem your 50 percent off at rosettastone.com today hello america it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call 
If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. But, you know, how do you think as your experience has gone on that you're really into Reddit and obviously you must have moments in life where you're like, oh, that that's straight up a Reddit come to life. That person is Reddit personified. Totally. I mean, I think I think we are in the age of LARP, right? Like that. That is, I think the the, the oh, big the thing. Oh, the age that we're, of LARP. I've always we are wanted the to age get of there. LARP. I know. I think we're I mean, just. I know you like. I know you like. Uh, I just fairs, had my so. summer of lard, and now it's time for the age of. Yo, LARP. <laughs> I'm going to Renaissance fairs. You joke. I'm gonna go, and I I'm better not be joking, treated man. like I love a Renaissance king. fairs too. I better be treated like a king and not like uh, like someone that they better not throw freaking rocks at me because I'm gonna go dressed as the hangman. Yeah, oh yeah, you're going to be treated with such I think back in the age in which the Renaissance Fair is LARPing, people of, of your stature and ilk, Ben, I think were, were treated very honorably, so I don't think okay. you're going to oh, yeah. have a problem with that. Um, but, I, but I think that because of that, I think that there's, you know, for anybody who is uh, like that and are kind of being introduced to Reddit for the first time and are looking at Wall Street Bets and they see somebody who's just like, you know what you really need to do? You need to buy this stock. That sucks. That nobody likes. Like n- nothing should be taken, obviously, at face value, really anywhere on the internet. I mean, we should have learned that by now, right? That you right. kind of have to do thorough research across. And and <sighs> and I think you know one one thing that I th- is also you know is beautiful, but is also for the sake of this conversation, it's also dangerous about Reddit. Is like you do often see things that are really really illustrative, interesting stories that people will read and then they will they will straight up in the comments will be like damn this is clearly not a real story but beautifully written great job like and, and it's it's stuff like that where it's i think people are aware that there is this world of where fantasy and reality kind of clash that it doesn't in some capacity sometimes it doesn't almost matter in Reddit where the story you kind of can go there for entertainment and go for there for the sake of the community right. where, you know, like, the, I mean, we, the way we closed out our podcast on, on this whole thing the other day is we read this piece about, it was very, very highly ranked on the, on the subreddit. And it was a really, really sincere piece about this person's relationship with the 2008 financial crash mm. and his family's relationship and why it's so important to him that he, you know, keeps the diamond hands and holds the stock even when it goes down. I think Marcus actually alluded to this conversation uh, or this uh, this post when we were talking the other day. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah, and, and it's really, really profound because it's it it really speaks to the kind of his manifesto. family got totally decimated, right? Two thousand eight yeah, got his, totally effed over, and yeah, I mean, his family. And he was talking about. I mean, you know, he he added a lot of interesting details about he or she. I don't. I, who knows which gender they are, by the way. But but um. But you know, they added a lot of information about like I had to watch my, um. You know, my friends had to learn what it tastes like to eat soup made with ketchup from the cafeteria at school, and you know, like really going into detail about kind of what suffering is like, and yeah. and you know, you read that and it sits in this world of like it doesn't really matter if it's a real story. There's no consequence to it being real. I mean, what matters is it's like the the manifesto statement of the message of why these things are happening from this person's perspective. And it is a real story. Whether that be a real story or not a real story, it is a real story. That's true. Yeah, I was actually going to I was going to say, like, it all feels like it all feels like they're telling origin stories like that they picked up from a 
comic or something. Well, totally. and this is this is them finally getting to become the uh, well, they I talk, guess the well, a, uh, anti-hero. Honestly, that they, they want totally. I was going to ask. They a lot of the a lot of the posts have like what I would describe as Bane language. Like they all seem to think that they're Bane from Batman, yeah. and that Bane, they've Joker. taken, o- they've yeah, taken totally. over the city, and now they're about to duel out their own sort of version of justice. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if do you think so. You so with that analogy, is it do you is is Reddit more a villainous character? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously to the hedge funds. I mean, honestly, the irony is to me, it seems like right. it's a Robin Hood character. Well, exactly. Uh, not to exactly. steal the name of the app, which obviously was uh, marketed and completely falsely marketed. Well, that's the cruel irony of this whole thing, right? I mean, that's that they are. They are doing what Robin Hood obviously claims, and yeah. they are doing it in a very sincere way. I mean, I, I think that Reddit as a as a categorical thing, I think it, it I would not call it a. I mean, it's, I've never really thought about that about like really kind of the character that Reddit, you know, comprehensively See, is. I don't think there it, is, it is one. Kind of com- it's so multi fractured. Yeah, like it. it right. That's why it seems like some of this. The Wall Street. It seems like a schizophrenic. Uh, if you're yeah. going to take Reddit as a person or as an entity, yeah. it is a schizophrenic person because. I mean, I I guess you would almost call it the character over the span of every film of Joker, right? Like if you yeah, think about the uh, yes. Joker manifest through all of them, <laughs> right? That that almost feels like the the representative of what Reddit is, where Joker is kind of an idea of downtrodden rebellion, not well, necessarily one version of downtrodden rebellion. It's kind of each of them manifests yes. in different time periods. Well, I was going to ask, like speaking of that, and speaking of Wolf of Wall Street, are there seems to be like five movies that have just completely set the like mental wave, the tone for all of Reddit, and it's like Wolf of Wall Street, right. uh, uh, was it Batman, Dark Knight. Ooh, Dark Knight yeah. is like in their brains. The Joker movie. Right. Uh, are are I mean, those? The, are there like a yeah? Are there like five movies <laughs> that just completely dictate everyone's sort of motivations yeah. and the way that they speak? So you're asking if 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 Reddit had to go to a desert island, what five movies? Yeah, is Reddit, honestly, is Reddit, what, five movies because, is Reddit taking? Because with even it? though I saw the Wolf of Wall Street gif on the Wall Street Bets subreddit, I feel like that one is. De, you know, deployed at every chance on right, these type right. of like in, in a Reddit sub uh, subreddit. But this I, is a good way to. Yeah. This is actually a good yeah, performance figure, exercise. What do you what think? What are, five, what are the five movies that Reddit would take? Reddit as that little alien creature that is its I mascot. Mean, fuck me, dude. I mean, that that's Jesus Christ. That's that's tough. I mean, I guess I guess like one would say just as kind of like the hackneyed but also real answer would probably be Dark Knight to some capacity. I think Wolf of Wall Street is accurate, but but. Also think of that through the lens of like really what Wolf of Wall Street is, which is not only not only like the plot line, but also it's an insanely long movie that is insanely (laughs) profane. Right. So like as a personality, I think there's a lot of that on on Reddit. I mean, I think that there is, you know, Reddit is as utilitarian as it is narrative. Right. So, you know, even down to things like like there's a subreddit called Whoa Dude that I love that literally if you go to it, everything is like eat an edible or you know, take some mushrooms and stare at the screen and, and you, you just go like, whoa, dude. Yeah, whoa. that's awesome. Right? Like there's, <laughs> well, I mean, there's stuff the like thing. that so across it, right I too. think it just to, uh, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking Wolf of Wall Street, Dark Knight, uh, Dazed and Confused. Right. Like Holy Mountain, like Holy a Mountain. weird movie. You know yeah, I mean? just like, like, but then also something like Grave of the Fireflies, a very sweet yeah, exactly, animated exactly. movie. Exactly. I yeah, love like, it. Like uh, Howl's Moving Castle or yes, something. Yes, exactly. So, See, we yeah. got Some to Ghibli, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got to it. Again, uh, the uh, Robin Hood CEO, I just want to say his name. His name is Vladimir Tenov. 
as far as I'm concerned, what he did, stopping, halting um, the ability to buy Game Stock, Game Stop Stock, and Game others, Game Stocks, and other company uh, that the uh, other companies that they were uh, shorting stock. I think that was felonious, completely illegal, completely against their standards and practices. And I don't understand how they didn't violate their own terms of service unless they foresaw this and realized that they were going to screw over a bunch of their customers. But Robinhood executive, the CEO, Vladimir Tenov and Baiju Bot, they both, as far as I'm concerned, their app needs to be gone. There needs to be massive, at the very least, fines. And you know, if this, this is worse than ba- robbing a bank, but of course, yeah. white white uh, collar criminals, uh, which is what they, as far as I'm concerned, are at this point, uh, they're going to get off with a slap on the wrist. And also, they've helped out the big money people. Well, apparently, they were. <laughs> so yeah, they, they were. Uh, uh, Robin Hood was fined sixty five million uh, okay. for for well. tricking. <laughs> For like basically stealing, stealing from their own users. Yeah, and of course, if right. we don't have a democratization of Wall Street, then we don't have any of the things that we have been promised as as just working class people. We've been told to invest. We were told uh, to get involved in the system. This is how you gain capital in a capitalist society. And for them to pull the rug out from working class people, it's just it, this is why it pisses off. Whether it be yeah. a Bernie Sanders supporter, a Trump supporter, a Hannity follower, someone it's, who really believes Don Lemon cries every night, yeah. someone who just absolutely loves Michael Moore all the way to freaking David Duke. I mean, this just goes about yeah. as cross uh, as many different spectrums as humanly possible. But you didn't just before um, I let you get out of here. Again, we're talking with Ben. Did you read it? Check out that podcast because we're just at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this new era in social right. media where we're seeing it really show itself and actually have economic value, which is huge. That's how you really get people to change their ways uh, when you start hitting their bottom line. And again, shorting should be illegal across the board as far as I'm concerned, unless it's done in a proper way uh, when it comes to companies that are bloated and uh, and sold uh, for too high of a price. But when it comes to the people who run Reddit, you mentioned like right. the folks who are like, no, that's banned. That's not banned. Who are they? Like you, we talk about shadow Ooh, governments all the time. Question. At the very least, we know who Mark Zuckerberg is. We know who the dickhead is who runs Twitter. And we know you, you have Tom for MySpace as uh, as right. your picture when you when you when we Skype together or Zoom together rather. Um, but who the hell are these people? Like it's 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 an extremely powerful platform. Are there yeah. ten of them? One of them? Eight of them? Men? Women? What? Who are they? American? Not? Yeah. So, so to answer, so I guess that that's an interesting question, right? So, so I believe I I could be wrong. I don't know Chinese companies very well, but I, I believe Tencent bought a fair amount of share in Reddit last year, a couple of years ago. Reddit is also fascinating in that capacity, which I think you, I presumably you would agree with me in this capacity, where it's 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 odd when we know the CEOs so well from these social media places, like we yeah. we know Zuckerberg so well, we know like Jack so well at this point. Well, and they almost Reddit, create a tulpa in your mind for all of social 100%. media and all of your anger and hatred, and not not rightfully so, but yeah, at least course, you have a face. Course. Well, yeah, and like you know, I mean, it's. I think we're we're all we would be foolish to say that everything that is wrong with Facebook is all because of Mark Zuckerberg. I think it's right. like there's he a lot of a things monster. happening over there. Yeah, exactly. He created a monster, but like the monster is now doing its own thing. I think Reddit is. It was founded by um, a few people. The most notable now is this guy whose Reddit name is Spez, and he's he's funny because he will he's he gets involved in things sometimes, and 
and he like he will be a normal redditor often okay. right like he'll just like jump in out of nowhere and do something and and you know kind of like every once in a while we'll wave his magic wand and people people are just like it's spez doing spez stuff you know but um but you know he it, it's a little bit inconsequential i mean i think that now they're they're owned by Tencent they're not owned by Tencent there's a there's a small share probably a minority share from Tencent like I said it's a Chinese company but okay. they're owned um all of all of my time on Reddit um and I think some redditors would probably disagree I think they generally try to be pretty forward with you know quote unquote progressive issues and and you know they've do seemed the pretty right transparent to me they they're, they're pretty transparent I think famously they're I believe their other founder, they have three founders, one of which um, unfortunately committed suicide. It's going to be Aaron Schwartz. Oh, my goodness. Aaron yeah. Schwartz, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a massive memorial to him in Brooklyn, totally. uh, yeah. right near McCarran yep. Park. So yeah. sad. Yeah. The FBI was going to sentence him to 20 years or something yeah, for, for, uh, for 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 down pirating school books. Oh, my something God. Like that. Like that really crazy. Like really bullshit. insane. But, but Poor guy. You know, so, yeah, really, really devastating. But but he I and didn't then, realize um, he was one of the he was the one who yeah, one yeah. of the people who founded Reddit. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, it was wow. Schwartz, Steve Hoffman, who is who or Huffman rather, who's Spez, and then a guy named uh, Alexis Honoron, I believe is how you pronounce his name, O H A N I R I A N or something like that. But he um he actually recently stepped down to I wanna say he gave his seat he he stepped down specifically to give his seat to a a, a woman, uh, a a a woman of color or something to that capacity. Like he did something as a, as not only a gesture, but for the sake of making sure it was equally represented on the board. Sure. Um, Sure. So, so, you know, it, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I I think that there are, again, like everything on Reddit, like any, anything I say has a caveat, which is like, nothing can be really, nothing. Reddit cannot be summed up in a single kind of gesture or sentence, but yeah, it seems a little bit like, it seems a bit like nail in jello, right? Nail in jello to the wall. Yeah. It's very difficult. Totally. Very yeah, exactly. Fluid. Which is which is what I love about it. I mean, that's the beauty, right? Is the, is the fact that it does change right. so frequently and and what we saw with Wall Street bets, it's like, you know, we have never seen it I don't think in in this at this magnitude, but yeah. we have however seen things like this from Reddit. I mean, fa- yeah. another really inter- interesting famous case was when the Boston bombing happened. Huh. Reddit sleuths were yes. <laughs> actively trying to identify who did it by like looking at every imaginable photo from the scene and comparing them and and it became this wild detective chase. Well, they ended up interesting. They end up like fingering someone yes. who was like completely <laughs> yeah. the wrong person. Oh, they got the yeah. wrong person. Yeah. So, okay. so that was that was like the the bad version of it, but it was another one of those instances where like when you when you galvanize a community this profoundly, I think that it it you know, there is a collective um, there is like a, how would you say? There's there's an interesting hive mind that happens on these yeah. Reddit communities because of a shared interest, where there are things like that happen. It it seems so incredible to me that sort of legitimate news places and and whatever don't really like don't really give Reddit its due. Like nobody totally. is taking it as seriously as it should be. But wouldn't that ruin it? I don't know. Like, do they want the? So you, do they want the adulation so of here's the mainstream my, media? Here's my thing. So, like, you you've been doing your show. Did you write right. it for 170 some odd episodes right now? So, when did you yep. start that? So we would have started. I want to say like three and a half years ago or so. I mean, we so were not kinda, too we, long we, ago, but in the in the Trump in the Trump era, certainly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, 
have you seen people sort of treat Reddit with sort of a deference that should be paid at this point? Or is it still is it still like, oh, that's a little sandbox where the kids play? Because the power of these social media platforms is their ability uh, for people to organize. And that's what you're yeah. seeing. That's the big power of these things. Exactly. Whether it be Facebook, you know, you're organizing people into violent extremist ideologies, of course. But Or to go oh, to bake-offs. Or to go to bake-offs. Sales but, and right. stuff like I mean, that. It sh- Reddit should be viewed as uh, essentially what it is. It's a powerful, powerful organizing tool. Right. Uh, do, are people seeing that or is it still like at a uh, arm's length? Uh, I think. I think the confusion that i think you know some of my friends have and you know like even at some of the questions you guys have had i think are, are pretty like seemingly somewhat universal if not way way worse from like the big media companies because reddit you know like it, it'd be like explaining you know i mean it's like it's like i mean the worst but best example is explaining 4chan right yeah or right. like 4chan is is so decentralized it's so chaotic the design is terrible right like you you go on there and and people just go i don't i don't understand this absolutely use this right yeah totally but but you know between all of that there are people who are actively paying attention and then information is seeded obviously through through qanon etc is a good example that is profoundly organizational and i think reddit is not nearly on that level. I think it's a little bit, it's more corporate. I think it's more organized. I think there's a lot more mass appeal because of, of, you know, things that are like, like you said, like the stop drinking is a really good one. Like there's a lot of utilitarian purpose to write, right, right. but th- because of, I think the language that is used on the internet and the way in which even something like the stonks tendies, mm-hmm. you know, wall street bets kind of energy, it is so outside of the norm of the way in which we understand and consume information through traditional mediums that I think people just don't have the digital literacy needed to understand how and why. They're not hip enough to like get it. I mean, really that's what it feels like. To use a computer term, they don't have the bandwidth, do they? (laughs) All right. uh, I know I did it. I'd used a computer term. Uh, The last majority (laughs) bandwidth. Wow. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us. Wozniak over here talking about bandwidth. I I am the Woz. (laughs) Uh, At least in my waistline. That's unfortunate. Um, But lastly, we we actually spoke about Q on this episode. We're going to continue to talk about cool. Q uh, on Top Hat, and then of course on last podcast. As soon as we get removed, and there's some power, powerful insightful once enough, wait for once that enough episode. people die, once enough people yeah. die, we'll get it on uh, last podcast proper and with the great researchers that we have, and of course Marcus and Henry's uh, wonderful insights. But when it comes to QAnon on yep. Reddit, did Q spread on Reddit the way that it spread? On 4chan, 8chan, 9chan, whatever these, Jackie Chan, I have no idea what these things yeah. are called. Oh my God. I'm classic Kissel. Oh my God. Classic freaking Kissel. I mean, it started <sighs> on Jackie sorry. Chan, and that's kind of where it's been mostly contained, to be honest. I am sorry. Yeah. I apologize yeah. for everything I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life. But did Q find a home on Reddit as well? Because you don't hear about Q and Reddit right. being married that often. Um, from my from my understanding, um, from what I've heard through you know a lot of kind of leisurely research i guess um you know it 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 passed kind of through reddit i believe so so, but it didn't stick with reddit well there was a there was a phase that was that was it was pretty i mean so okay so i guess i guess the the way to maybe think about that as far as i'm concerned or the way i kind of see it is it it went from 
4chan into Reddit and then Reddit kind of shut it down okay. before making its way to Facebook. And then that is where it kind of exploded. Right? Is, is there something with clientele? In this case, Reddit yeah. might be more internet literate, right? Yeah. Right. So so maybe Q is like, they see it as a game. They see it as a LARP. They're like, yeah. all right, whatever, I get it. But then Facebook is boomer time. Yeah. And Facebook, I think that's does, exactly they just what it re- is. Yeah, they just reached an audience that was gullible. And, yeah, uh, exactly. and, and some to fault of their own. And obviously then also it is, uh, well, you have to, right. like when you, you have say, to give, whatever people are responsible for their own actions, but I do think a lot of people were hoodwinked. Wouldn't right? you say that like Redditors are more in touch with objective reality than a, t- like a typical Facebook old person will co- yeah. take a bunch of symbols and interpret it. But I think and of there course is with a, the Q is shaman, of, not necessarily all. Old. There is sort of yeah. a baseline of reality on Reddit. Whereas like something like a Facebook group could, be in yeah. another dimension. Yeah, how did entirely. Facebook how did Facebook become the home for fringe thought and Reddit somehow <sighs> became the the website that actually had a proactive proper yeah. um attack on these massive yeah. um hedge funds that are doing as far as I'm concerned illegal activity. How did Facebook well, become 8chan and Reddit was like now nah, we're going to pass <laughs> on this. I mean, I think it has it has a lot to do generationally of course because I think that I mean Reddit you know, Facebook is you know, when you think about the way that I think boomers, quote unquote boomers handle social media, I mean, a lot of a lot of like the jokes about boomers kind of like sharing recipes and like commenting on their son and daughter's photos with like looks pretty I miss you at Thanksgiving. That seems you know? nice. Right. And I, but I think because of that, that demographic shift, I think, you know, there's. I mean, this is a, this is the question of the internet, right? It's like you can't look at everything you see on the internet and assume that it is a reality, or assume it is like narr- is 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 actual news, right? Which is the problem with QAnon, is that so many things were passed through, and people go, "Holy shit, I can't believe this thing happened." Right? And just like that, just because it, you said it says it happened doesn't mean it happened, right? And so, no, I think King the demographics. Kong, King Kong did fight Godzilla, though. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that exactly. I actually do think that, that did happen. It wasn't a that wasn't a, right. a you know no, a Photoshop, right? That did, that did they happen. did that. And, and, and I think that, you know, the the Reddit relationship with QAnon, and it has been a few years, I and mean, we actually interviewed somebody, we did an episode on QAnon way, like a couple years ago, and it was, we interviewed this guy who we referenced on the podcast a lot named Roy, who was just like a lovable guy, lived on a boat in Florida, who was like, uh, wrote a book about QAnon, but like a deep QAnon head, like he was like, oof. his whole thing was like, I used to be into the JFK assassination, and then when QAnon happened, I like, that became my thing, right? right, right. And, and, you know, he was earnest. He was kind. He was like, not, you know, he was, he was a lo- lovable guy. And then when I think, you know, when you, I mean, in a lot of ways, maybe this is the really interesting example of what happens when you shut down social media, right? Where we saw Reddit shut down QAnon, which may have been a self-contained gathering point for a lot of people that, you know, that understood the system. But, you know, once you get to Facebook, it changes the demographics. There's different kind of uh, media streams that happen. And, you know, it, it's probably like with Last Pod. I mean, if you guys started doing Last Pod on NBC, right, right. it's going to be a very different thing than when you do it on on like Absolutely. a Spotify exclusive, right? And yeah. so, and we have a totally if we went to one of the conservative uh, talk radio or talk exactly. podcast uh, platforms, which you know, conservatism and talk radio go hand in hand. I mean, that's basically totally. what launched the entire platform. As uh, so you're right, we would get a, a, a totally different audience, and by that, have a totally different reflection of our show. 
Yeah. And, and you would, you know, and you would see like, you know, when you guys talk about free speech jail, you might actually be in free speech jail, you know, because people right. have different value systems that change the way that I think they oh, evaluate Henry's information. In free, that's right? not a, that's not a bit. Henry's in free speech. Well, he's, he would be in, he would be free speech, uh, electric chair, I guess is maybe better. <laughs> yeah. Free speech execution. But, um, right. but, but, you know, I think, I think that, I, I mean, I think going back to the, you know, Reddit's relationship, I think with fact and fiction is always going to be complicated. I think that's the beauty yeah. and the difficulty of it where, you know, one of the other very, very popular subreddits is conspiracy and you do see everything imaginable there. And, you know, it is really, it's, it's important in the way that any conspiracy theory, um, yeah. you know, forum would be where like you need to have batshit crazy nonsense conspiracies paired with um this is what's happening in enron right now we need to shut it down because that's just the nature of the forum and thanks so much for being here ben again we'll let you go here in a second but did you reddit check out that podcast um it's yeah there was I mean, a, there's so much to talk about thoughtful episode on on the uh just the game a, stonk situation just Oof. just lastly to the point of um extremism and conspiracy thought you know there are things that are tied there's always truth that's tied into it. Waco, you have right. you know Ruby Ridge. After 9-11, we saw over these past 25 years, uh, I guess 27 years or so, with Waco was 92, 93, something like that, um, we have seen the culmination, we've saw the rise and culmination of conspiracy thought, the culmination being the election of Donald Trump, and 9-11 being a massive, massive, uh, uh, accelerant to conspiracy thought. We have Columbine, all of these things, and now I do. I have to believe that we hit a fever pitch, and there has to be some kind of um, unshackling of people's eyes and their mind because we have. Is there any way? I guess. Well, I shouldn't even ask the question. Does it get worse? But I just feel like it had to culminate with Donald Trump. They got somebody. In office. And a lot of these people, as you mentioned, aren't necessarily horrible people at first. And sometimes when you go down a conspiracy hole, you become a cult member and then cults tend to do horrible things. Good people can do horrible things. Look at Jonestown for crying out loud. But it seems like we are in such a fascinating era of conspiracy thought that culminated with the rise and win of Donald Trump. And do you think that platforms like Reddit uh, I think they did a good job by just saying, like, I'm sorry, Q, you're not going to live here. At the same time, because they did that, they also put it onto a platform full of people who are far too totally. ignorant to understand it. But it's just, what are your thoughts on Reddit specifically and conspiracy as a genre in 2021 America? I firmly yeah. believe that people are waking up more to conspiracy. I mean, even just like the Vice series we're talking about, now that we're going to have hindsight on Q, Q just a culmination of of a Sandy Hook. Q just a culmination of of post nine eleven truthers, and of course there were some truth to the conspiracy theories around nine eleven. Like why wasn't Saudi Arabia held accountable? Totally. Why are we going to war in Iraq? But, There's I mean, a lot of things. But just where do you think Reddit now in this sort of post Trump world? Where does it live in conspiracy in the mind of conspiracy theorists? Is it considered? by some conspiracy theorists to be like mainstream, lamestream, not right. it's no longer HN or is it, uh, is it still a powerful tool for them to use? Um, I, I mean, I think, I think with, uh, with conspiracies specifically, and I think topics like that, you know, 
you a place like reddit might expose you to the initial thought that then encourages you to go deeper in other directions right where you know if you have if you if you see a mention of something that catches your eye on on the conspiracy subreddit for you know QAnon or let's just you know like but the Saudi about, Arabia is a really good let's example. Let's just let's just use Comet Pizza. What about okay. Comet Pizza? So someone posts Comet Pizza. There's a bunch of child pedos in the background. Right, it's what makes the pizza so good. Uh, if that was the case, I'd have some real soul searching to do. If the pizza was just that good, um, but then you would also see people downvote it, right? And you would people would be yep. like, at the very least, you see comments be like, "That's not real." But like HN or even the the uh, homogenized face face. Book groups that are 100% the same people, right. you don't get the no, that's not real. But like on Reddit, do you well, I, it, does that help? Well, I would say, and tell me if you agree with this. I think that if you are somebody who has a conspiracy based diet, but sometimes of info, yeah. I, I think Reddit is probably it, it leaves you hungry. Uh, if for that, the real that, stuff, yes, I would, I would agree with that. I think that okay. that's probably. A little bit of of that. That's probably a correct assessment. Where it will give you the information you need to plant the seed in your mind of potential. Yeah. That then I think you you choose to pursue it further. I think that Reddit, just by the nature of the system, is like you know they they have a um, you know it isn't four chan or eight chan, yeah. and it isn't Facebook. And I think that you know Reddit does a pretty good job at allowing allowing a, f- a fair amount of nihilism and anarchy but enough to where you know they do have mods the mods can get right. punished you know I, I don't know enough about kind of the system that reddit uses for the mods but i guarantee that everybody that's happening every all the mod team on on wall street bets i guarantee they've had a couple calls with reddit this past yeah. couple weeks and why right? doesn't facebook have mods they no, they do. They do just they? they suck apparently. Oh, okay. Like yeah. well, yeah. they they have Ugh. not so much mods because it's it gets complicated, right? Because a Facebook group is like its own private little right. group right. of people. But I, they have they have content moderators, but apparently totally. they Facebook <laughs> treats content moderators like shit. So oh, they don't like yep. they're not they're paid horribly, and they don't like they're not allowed certain number of bathroom Seems breaks. Like that and would shit. be the way to do yep. it. Yeah, but uh, Facebook does a horrible job at that. Yeah, well. And I think there's a lot of pride in being a mod with with Reddit. I mean, I think that there's, you know, I've talked yeah. to a few of them over the years, you know, and and our our that so one of the co-hosts of 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 Digi Reddit um uh, dog boobs is her name on reddit she like famously became a moderator of the adult babies subreddit for god yes. uh, we don't know why like she started it and then it became My. a phenomenon and so <laughs> so we know a little bit about the life of a mod and it is a like thankless it's a thankless endeavor that requires uh-huh. you know you are in charge of making sure that the community um like you, you are, you are the, uh, you know, the, the book, the giver, right. Where the guy yeah. that can see, he's the only one that can see colors. It's, it's that's like what a mod's life is, right? Like they're all, they can see the full picture where everybody else is just like peppering in their bits. So there's a lot of pride, I think for, for Reddit mods and being mods. And I think that sometimes there's a lot of control. It's, you know, it's thankless in a lot of, in a lot of capacity, but I think that's different than the Facebook ecosystem where it's a little bit more like you create it. And then let it go to town. God, you the, get to the channel. The life of the mod, life of the mod of the adult baby. I don't want to think about you it. You change too digital much. diapers? Is it? I'm not is talking it, oh, dude, about it's, it. It's, this is more it's of a, a dog boobs world. question, honestly. It's a whole I, weird world. Yeah, actually, she has been actively trying to give it away, which we, we <laughs> think is hilarious. Yes, yeah. I believe it, and I'm sure there's yeah. not many I, takers. I do have one last. What What is your? What would be your favorite subreddit on Reddit? Oh boy! Uh, I I mean I think don't um, say adult babies. Don't say adult it's not, babies. I, I I assure you it <laughs> I mean, is or you not can. adult I, babies. Actually, whatever. If you want to well, do that, adult, you can. 
adult babies is hilarious and anomalous and bizarre but it's also like a, a, a bastion of like people who have a fetish that they want to just like live oh, their yeah. lives and i'm like oh, right, I cool, it. do your thing yeah but i mean i i would say um uh hmm is probably my favorite it's it's images it's same thing with woe dude so every single post on hmm is just titled hmm yeah there's no differentiation in the titles and there are images that you go hmm <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ben from Did You Reddit. Thank you so much for being on the show. And uh of course, I don't know pleasure. if I'm more confused or less confused, but I know more. Well, so that's what that's, that's all what, that matters. That's what the Reddit experience is about. So that I, I think is you got the, the right takeaway. I love it. So check out his podcast, Did You Reddit? These platforms are not just not going away, they're going to be with us forever now. And uh, we need to just have literacy. I think that was a great point. We need to have internet literacy when looking at these things, just like you would look at anything. Have a skeptical mind and also have fun with it. I don't want to teach old people about tendies. I (laughs) come on, they have a whole. Does that not not sound like fun? That sounds hilarious. I want chicken tendies, and I think there's some outdoor dining open here. I might go get some later. Ben from the great podcast, Did You Read It? Thanks so much for being on the show, man. Thank you, man. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thanks so much for uh, being with us. Uh, Thanks so much for all the fan art, by the way. We've gotten some new fan art. I'll post it on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep on trucking. There's one that I showed Ben, and I was like, I look appropriately frightened in this one. Yeah. I look scared of you, which I think is, I mean, aren't we David and Goliath? Exactly. You're a terrorist. I'm, yeah, yeah. With your left wing politics. Left wing. <laughs> I just want $2,000 to, to invest in Honestly, GameStop. You, you deserve $2,000. Everyone should get $2,000. They should get freaking more than that. Anyway. Also, we didn't mention this, but have you seen the, uh, the the billionaires crying on uh no there's a lot of there's a lot of videos of watch billionaires crying about the GameStop situation and it they're is, fine they're gonna be fine one of the I, one of them like Leon Cooperman or something he's like a he were he's worth three billion dollars and he went on oh my god how much did he box. lose uh, yeah I don't think he lost anything he was just getting emotional because it was a what he called an attack on the wealthy class and it, oh it really god. upset him and I I. <laughs> I just cannot get enough of these videos. It's not an attack on the wealthy class to give money to people who aren't wealthy. Like people, they, it's a binary world where people would be like, black lives matter. That must mean white people don't. And it's like, no, just stop. Like you can, people live in a, such a, um, zero sum game where they're just like, well then it can't be like black people won't matter. Then I, I must not matter. It's like, just relax. Well, it's ridiculous because the guy, this guy in particular was like, you know, the government gave all these people $600 checks and look what they did with it. Oh my, they invested it, you <laughs> freaking putz. I'm going to start punching people. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll keep on being with you as time continues to tick forward. Or does it tick backwards? Or is it stagnant? I don't know about time. I've been doing some meme search. This is you. This is I've you been, like talking to your yeah, Jason Voorhees doll. I tried, to re- <laughs> I tried to figure out the theory of relativity. Jason, does time tick backwards? I don't. Jason is a. He is. Well, he a, is a. He is ultra dimensional yeah, as well. He he's doesn't exist. He doesn't exist in our timeline, and I think that's probably how he is able to move. Yeah. Uh, so quickly is yeah. that he can sort of blip through uh, sort of temporal space. He and Sasquatch. That's true. I think he has the same like fight abilities he might (laughs) honestly he might as bigfoot all right everyone thanks for listening hail yourselves we'll talk to you soon 
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.